I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, family. Thank you for tuning in to this week's very special episode of Live Your Best Life with, of course, Mila's right. And I am really feeling the Lord's heart. He wants to do something very specific today. I was um, I was in an experience with Jesus last week. He, the only way that I can say it accurately is that he released uh, like a different level of discernment. And I just, my it's like my eyes opened and I could see something of what was inside of people really clearly. And it lasted for about 48 hours. I was walking down the high street in one of our cities in Winchester in England when it happened. And I was just looking around. I wasn't particularly having a deeply spiritual moment, but my eyes opened and I started to see, it looked like two bands of sort of mist of like energy inside of people. And the first band looked like a yellow, slightly yellowy, misty color. And I knew straight away in my spirit that it was like um, critical speech, whether it's other people have spoken to us critically, or we've spoken to others critically, or we've harbored critical thoughts, or we've about ourselves or anybody. It was all of that, like toxic energy that comes inside of us through criticism. And so I was looking at that. And then immediately underneath it, I saw this band of energy. And it was, again, understanding straight into my spirit, it was deep sadness. And I started to feel this like overwhelming compassion of Jesus to restore back to us, the, to every one of us, the experience of his love for each one of us. And I could feel what I was seeing was the result of a, of a love deficit experience of God's love in our lives. And it's resulting in a deep sadness, whether we know Jesus, whether we don't know Jesus, there's a, there's a, for many of us, we're walking around with a, with a love deficit, like I said, of the experience of Jesus that he wants to rectify. And I believe he's going to do that today. He's going to start to rectify by restoring to your heart an experience of his love that is going to change everything all over again. And so, yeah, so I was just gripped with his compassion for all of us. Like I said, for about 48 hours, I was just literally sitting with him, crying out, saying, Jesus, just fill us, fill us with your love, fill us with your love, fill us with the experience and the knowledge of how precious each one of us is, no matter what's happened in life. And then I was reading a book by um, Madame Guillon, one of the, the mystics of, I think she was in alive in the 1600s, 1700s. And, um, and it really struck me, there was a quote that I read, and it, she says, as we scoop up our souls to Christ, we will remove sadness far from us. 
So I just sat there, obviously, with the backdrop of this fresh experience that I just had with Jesus, so full of his compassion for us and his passion to to convince us of his love for us and for that to be the foundation of each one of our hearts, that we would be rooted and grounded, like the word says, and establishing his love, really stable and strong and immovable, because no matter what goes on in life, no matter what criticism is hurled at us or what a negative experience happens to us, that's the undergirding foundation of our heart. So we live in rest, knowing our value, convinced of his love. And so so I began to meditate on this truth. And as many of you will have will know this from looking at the lives of mystics or reformers, you know, when you look at the life of Madame Guillon or Teresa of Avila or the Desert, Desert Fathers or or the you know the early Quaker movement, they were on fire with Holy Spirit, or John Wesley and the early reformers, the Wesleyan uh, Methodist movement, you know, that that birthed out of his experiences with Jesus. If you look at their lives, the game-changing key, and of course the Apostle Paul as well, the game-changing key, the revelation that came to each of them that moved them into such a deep experiential walk with Jesus and hearts that were on fire with his love. And they became like John Wesley has said, in, it's recorded for us, you know, he said they were they were compelled by Christ's love. And that was the fuel behind all reform work that they were involved with. When you look at all of their lives, the truth, the key, the revelation key that they all embraced and were transformed by was the truth that Christ is within us. And when we not just know this truth, but when we begin to engage with this truth, something massive happens. We begin to, that truth begins to scoop up, gather up all the different parts of our soul that are reacting to life, right? Where there is that deep sadness, whether in response to situations in life or we're not feeling completely convinced of the love of Jesus, of how precious we are. Whatever's going on in life, fear of man, anger, resentment, bitterness, just as we're reacting to the difficulties in our lives, what happens when we begin, this is my experience too over the years now, is what happens as we begin to embrace the glorious Christ within as our new life and live in union with him, as Ephesians 4, 23 and 24 say, as we start to tune our conscious awareness of the focus of our heart back onto that one truth, we begin to gather up the scattered parts of our heart that are reacting here, there, and everywhere. Like a parent to a child with kindness and tenderness and patience, we begin through this one action, this one truth, we begin to scoop everything up into, embrace every part of us, and we begin to be drawn in. So the magnetism, the power of who Jesus is, now inside of each one of us. I mean, this truth is astounding. If we meditate on this one truth that Christ is in us now, which is obviously that this is the gospel. It is 
like I was saying to our IMC recently, our IMC family, this is the solution to everything. When we begin to live in the experience, the realization again, in the experience of the reality that God has made his home in us. And we just turn with our heart's attention to, onto that truth. He begins to draw us into him. And all these issues in our soul begin to be bathed in his presence. And of course, it's the presence of love because God is love. So the bumps and the bruises and the traumas and the pain, the reactions, they begin to be saturated in the experience that increases through our heart's gaze by the one who is love. He soothes and he, our God of comfort begins to saturate all these areas. And in these moments, this depth of spiritual privilege that we have this experience that we can enter into simply by acknowledging that truth again begins to release the healing of God into our lives. We don't have to be pulled out and paying attention to each one of these reactions. In these moments, we begin to turn inwards. We turn the attention of our life from the external to the internal and we begin to re-engage into the Holy of Holies, which is your and my spirit now, right? Our spirits house God, the center of our being. Like Galatians 2.20 says, it's no longer I that lives, it's Christ that lives in me. It's Christ who is the center of our being now. He, he wants, right? He wants to be the strength of our life. What is the strength of our life? It's experience of his love, the experience of the union that is the scandal and the, the incredible gospel of Jesus. It's now God's home is amongst us, within us. So I want to take us there. I don't want to just share what's been really strongly stirring in my heart through that experience I had with Jesus, but I want to take us there through the word of God in, in one of my favorite scriptures. You've probably heard me quote this before. I love this scripture. It is such a powerful doorway into being able to refocus our attention on Christ within and step in. So when we do this, this key, I just want to share this and then let's go in together. So you can start through this action, begin to just wrap your arms around every part of you all the reactions, everything's going to be just gathered in. You know, if you feel like you're a complete hot mess right now, this is the way to stabilize and to begin to receive the privilege of being healed. Every need met through his riches and glory is what the scripture actually says. The glory of God resides within. The glory of God is the person of Christ, right? So it's this simple shift of our gaze. So finally, I want to just say on this before we actually just go in there together and just receive where you have a love deficit in your heart. He's going to touch you again today. He's going to fill you with his love. Oh, I feel Holy Spirit. Wow. He's so going to do this today for you. No matter what you're going through, there's another installment, another level of experiencing his love that he wants to just 
lavish you with, pour into your heart. So this key, Christ in us, so the game changer, how you apply it is whether you are in prayer, or you're just starting to talk to him heart to heart, whether you're reading the word, whether you're in worship, whether you're just walking through life in your circumstances, particularly you'll find it when it's, it's this starts to happen for you. When you're in the word of God, I have found this. So when you read the word of God, of course, extract the meaning of what the Lord is saying through the word feed on that. He wants to nourish us with that, right? He wants us to sit in the word, not race through it, but sit in it until we've literally extracted the full meaning, what he's intended by recording that word for you, for you to know about him. So of course it's really important, but the game changer is when you do that and then undergirding it is your heart posture being on the truth that Christ is within you. So you're just reading that. But So then what happens is you stop reading the word as an intellectual exercise only, and you stop thinking that you're reading as a separate action to, to experiencing God who's out there somewhere, who's at a distance from you. You start to be drawn in, like I said, to through the magnetism of who he is as your heart posture changes and you just are aware, Jesus, you are in me and you focus on that one truth, which is why Paul is with us over and over in his letters, in the scriptures, it's Christ in us, Christ in us, Christ in us, in us. And when that, that becomes our experience, we become supernatural people, spirit-led living with the experience of the love of Jesus being the strength of our life, we it becomes automatic as, as time goes on. It becomes as easy as breathing. It's not an it's not an arduous discipline that we have to keep applying by choice. It's a joy. It's literally just the switch back into new creation living. You are conscious awareness. This is living by faith. You are in that moment when you look and say, Jesus, you are within me as you're reading Psalm 23 or whichever scripture you're reading, you know, Jesus, you are my shepherd. I will not want your heart in that moment as you say that is tuned in to that truth. You're looking at him through your heart's gaze and power. The power of the spirit of God begins to increasingly ignite inside of you. And this is why you see the shift in the life experience of John Wesley or whoever it is, you know, and you're looking at the past, both mystics and reformers, whoever, where they've started to really experience miracles, signs, wonders, favor of God, fruitfulness, breakthroughs, a vibrant living, unquenchable passion for the presence of Jesus. It's this, the realization blasted off in them, Christ is in me, God is in me, he's my strength, he's my life now. And he wants to be released out of me in all these different situations. He wants to be my strength. And they are convinced. And like John Wesley said, you know, all the reform work, they were compelled by the love of Jesus because they had gained access to the love of Jesus through the realization that he is within us. And his love became the fuel and the power of their life. And it's the fuel and power he is. The fuel and power of our lives is nothing 
nothing impossible for him, nothing that he's not going to completely saturate with his love and redeeming power. He wants you to be a living testimony of his goodness increasingly day by day by day. And this is a massive key. This probably is the most important key that has changed my life. This is my inner life. This is how I'm regulating myself day by day, how I'm re-engaging, coming out from being overwhelmed when I'm going through difficulties, back into my interior life being steady, righteousness, peace and joy in Holy Spirit, not just being something I want to attain, but is something I'm experiencing and living from the strength of. Same Holy Spirit in every single one of us. So I encourage you, just do this key as you're going through having your quiet time, just having some time in the word today and during the course of this week, just be consciously aware Christ is in me. Christ is in me. And personalize the word. Talk to Jesus in you as you read the word. Let the word be language. I know many of you know this, but these are this is a game-changing key. This is literally giving you access to Christ experientially. And particularly for those of you that struggle to have encounters, struggle with spiritual sensitivity to, in, in your sensory awareness of his presence within you, this will tune you in. This will sensitize you, this one truth, as you focus on it. So, so let's dive in together. I want to read Ephesians 3, which is, I've actually done a couple of things. I want to read the scripture to you. And then I have actually written it out as a personalized prayer to Jesus that is language for your heart. So, and if you, you know, if you can just write this down, like maybe not now, I want you to enjoy the experience right now, but you could play this back afterwards and just record, write down for you the language, because it will just help escort you in as you practice this to go deeper, whether you've never experienced the reality of Jesus inside of you in your sensory awareness, or whether you're super deep. There's always more for all of us, right? And this is just this is one way that Holy Spirit has taught me how we keep positioning ourselves to be completely intoxicated by his love and living supernaturally. So one of my all-time favorite scriptures, Apostolic Prayers of Paul, Ephesians 3. So then by constantly using your faith, which is what you're doing, is you're simply going, Jesus, you're within me. That's faith, right? And then he begins to prove himself to us, begins to engage you into the relationship more deeply. By constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will be released deep inside you. And the resting place of his love will become the very source and root of your life, meaning the experience of the love that Jesus has for you, that you are have, now have access to, experiencing, will become the root and strength of your life. Then the word says, then you will be empowered to discover what every Holy One experiences, the great magnitude of the astonishing love of Christ in all its dimensions. How deeply intimate and far-reaching is his love 
how enduring and inclusive it is. Endless love, endless love, beyond measurement that transcends our understanding. This extravagant love pours into you until you are filled to overflowing with the fullness of God. That is the Lord's intention. So just let your heart fully engage with the way now that I pray that scripture. This is language for you. Like I said, tune in to Christ within right now. And as your heart begins to agree with this language, with your conscious awareness set on Christ within you, you will start to experience him drawing you in and lavishing you with love and dealing with any love deficit that you are struggling with. And you, as you do that, remember you're scooping up your soul that's all over the place, potentially reacting to this and that and the other in your life. Jesus knows the situation as you literally minister to him, as you love his heart, which is what you're doing as you're choosing to focus your attention on this truth. You're loving him. Your heart is saying, I want to know you more, Jesus. I want to be enveloped by your love. I want to live in the fullness of everything that you have for me to really know you. When we prioritize Jesus like this, and we begin to engage with him and his love begins to cascade into us and meet our every need. The situations in our life that concern us, that have been pulling us out and away from him and distracting us and overwhelming us, he will touch. His redeeming power will begin to move and transform and take care of the things that concern you. So just listen with your heart. Tune in. Jesus, thank you that you are within me. You are within me. Jesus, by constantly using my faith, looking at you. Wow, there's his presence. Wow, powerfully again. Looking at you, Jesus, within me. Trusting that you are there. You have made me your home. Thank you that your life right now is releasing deep inside me. And this experience of you within and your love for me is becoming the very source and root of my life. And as I do this, you are empowering me, Jesus, to discover what every Holy One experiences, which is the great magnitude of your astonishing love in all its dimensions. How deeply intimate and far-reaching is your love, Jesus, and I want to experience it. I want to know you to the full capacity possible. I want to know you. How enduring 
and inclusive your love is. Your love is endless. I know it's beyond measurement. It transcends my understanding. Your extravagant love, Jesus, pours into me. You are love. You are in the center of my being. My spirit is the Holy of Holies now. It is your home. I feel your extravagant love pouring into me until I am filled to overflowing with the fullness of you. The fullness of you, Jesus, is within me. And I am awakening to that experience holy. Just keep sinking in. Keep sinking in. Just stay with him here and keep sinking in. Let the pressures and the cares and the responsibilities and the fears, any rejection, all of it, fear of rejection, fear of betrayal, could feel these things right now being literally floating away, lifting off you as you're sinking in, as you've re-engaged with his presence. I can feel him saturating right now, saturating you. And particularly feeling him moving away from your heart. Things like Fear that other people are criticizing you. Fear that you're being talked about negatively. Fear and intimidation of what other people think of you. Fear of man. He's moving these things away. Fear of loss. He's lifting out sadness, depression. For some of us, despair, overwhelm. Wow, 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 wow. Just let them go. You don't need to go back into your soul right now to look at them. Just in this moment, let the miracles happen as his love just keeps pouring in. All you have to do is rest, lay back and sink in so that his presence is upholding you. It's like thick warm oil enveloping you like a blanket of comfort surrounding you. You just sink, just sink in, just let go. His love is moving through you in waves. He's saturating you with his presence, bringing you forth pure, restored. Your whole soul being brought into agreement with the truth. Of that he is absolutely in love with you. You are the absolute apple of the Lord's eye. He is faithful. He is for you. There's nothing he won't heal. He won't withdraw his presence from you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He is with you and in you always to the very end of the age. He's melting away the lies the lies, the impact of life's difficulties. He's 
causing hope to rise up inside you because he's hope, he's light, he's truth, he's healer, he's love. Every attribute of who Jesus is, is within you. And as you're simply gazing and resting and sinking right now, your heart is being taken deeper into being convinced of his love. And the sadness that's been held in your soul is being removed, dissolved and removed far away from you. Because Christ is within you. Wow. 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 And feel him lifting you up, lifting you up in your heart, lifting you up in your life, lifting you up from the things that have held you earthbound, the things that have restricted your life experience, that have dictated to you what reality is. And he's dissolving it all right now, dissolving it. So just keep sinking in. If you get distracted, just have that one focus. It's all you have to do. Sink and focus on the truth that Christ is within you. This is you living by faith, not by sight. This is where you begin to be powerful as ones who've been predestined to live filled with Christ, shining, full of the attributes of who he is. You are the light of the world in Christ, literally. And this is how we engage into all the promises. How we re-engage any moment of the day. If you're in overwhelm, stop. Turn the eyes of your heart back onto him. Christ within. And you'll start to see he's the solution to everything, right? This is the solution to everything. Because this is how we access the reality of Christ of Jesus right now, right now. And as we do this as a process of relationship, we just keep sensitizing more and more and more until, like I said, eventually, it's as easy as breathing. He's a glance away, literally. This was what changed the lives of people from Paul all the way down. And we see it in Jesus. Jesus abided with the Father and the Father's love, like it says in John 15, Jesus says, the Father's love is what nourished me. This is how you receive supernatural nourishment. It's the love of Jesus that is your strength, your roots and your strength in life to live powerfully as a new creation. So if you can stay with them for a little bit longer, keep sinking in. Keep sinking in and letting the pressure go until you feel yourself reset into peace in the experience of his love. And you will completely, no matter what's going on, he is your freedom. Amen. Have the most beautiful week. Keep practicing this key and your life really, really will transform. And I will see you next Monday. God bless. Hi, I'm Liz Wright. I want to invite you on this extraordinary journey with me into encountering God, where together we step through the doorway of the Word of God to experience the one who authored it. So join me.